Welcome to Pull the Shoot, our weekly podcast where we talk to business owners, C-level executives, and experts from around the world. Our goal, to help as many businesses as possible grow to the next level. It's our hope that by interviewing these business leaders and hearing how they built their culture and their company, that you might gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission is to change the top-down mentality of leadership and help others to create and implement a transformational leadership style that is uplifting, supportive, and appreciative towards your people. We believe if you grow your people, you'll grow your company. I'm your host, Jeff Cecil. When I say Coca-Cola, your mind might immediately go to the famous red and white script logo. If I, say, if I were to say Michael Jordan, you might think of his famous logo of him flying through the air for a dunk. If I say Kardashian, you might think fashion, influencer. And if I say Steve Jobs, you may think Apple, but you also might think technology innovator that changed the world. Building your brand is key to your success, whether it's your business brand, your personal brand, or both. It's important for people immediately to be able to connect the brand with the company or the person. Today's guest is all about his brand and how over the years he has built his personal brand to a, to a place that is like celebrity-like, except he's in the tech world. My guest today is Iman Kandi. He is a CCIE agent and top recruiter for Cisco Certified People. He has an international network of more than 50,000 networking professionals. If you're looking for a Cisco Certified Person, Iman is your man. Along the way, he created the title CCIE Agent and the CCIE Flyer as an online publication to create a community and networking possibilities amongst the Cisco Systems talent and to provide the best recruiting organizations to their channel partners for supporting their growth and hiring. Today, CCI agents remain the international source for Cisco professionals and has a history of international success in support of the staffing and placement of CCIEs. Iman has created a brand as one of the most recognizable faces in Cisco. When people see him, they immediately think Cisco CCIE and Cisco Recruiter. So today I'm excited to learn more about how Iman built his personal brand. Iman, welcome to the show. Thanks, man. And you really heap it out heavy, don't you? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's quite quite the resume. I, you know, I remember when we, we first met, I was like, wow, this is amazing, you know, uh, that, that you've built this, this brand for yourself and, and just how people recognize you. We were talking about how you went to one of the shows and, you know, people just want to have their picture with you because it's like, oh, you might not. So, you know, it's crazy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's very flattering and humbling. Uh, you know, I've been, you know, folks just in IT, as we've survived our careers, um, have adapted something that's really phenomenal that's changed the industry like crazy on I mean, social media, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, now folks are actually finding it easier to mentor, to bring others into the fold. And that's one of the reasons I've endeared myself to the CCIE community, um, because that's what they do. That's how they are. Uh, I've experienced it firsthand. I've helped uh, mentor people in their careers because of these kinds of technology folks that I've managed to band together in the largest uh, social media community of these folks in the world. That's so, great. 
just happened over time. I didn't die yet, so it's still growing. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. Love it. So um, I want to learn more about how you built that. But before we do that, um, I always like to uh, ask my guests to tell us a little bit about yourself, just so our listeners know a little bit about your background. So, you know, tell us a little bit about who you are and, you know, what is the CCIE and how was that idea even born? Um, well, I w- I'm one of those folks who's really big on mentoring, and it's because of my career, I guess. Um, you know, starting out uh, in the Navy, actually, for high-level maintenance, running uh, large shop test systems by Grumman, Varian 2000 systems, in fact. And um, it just grew from there. Uh, you know, what was added on from the 70s is just about everything we do now. <laughs> so, so you know, as a, as a uh, Trekkie kid, you know, I was always into the, you know, flip phone idea and stuff. Sure. And all that stuff, you know, watching it actually happen. It seems like we reached a point where your imagination is what you create. And um, that goes for our careers. It goes for a lot of things, right? Um, and so, you know, I've, I've actually grown through the industry watched it all happen, almost feel like I was there for the big bang. And uh, here we are. <laughs> okay. So uh, tell us a little more, CCIE, tell us what that actually stands for and what that means and how that uh, Cisco Certified Internetwork Expert. A long time ago, around 1993-ish, um, the uh, Cisco community, well, Cisco Systems was still, you know, pretty small back then. But one of the ways that they had could determine if a person could actually support their technologies was through certifications. And so the CCIE was born from that need. Um, Because as you understand, uh, resellers are selling solutions. The places these CCIEs are valued the most because of the cert and the skills is with these channel partner bars and resellers. And, and the uh, community has grown behind the actual need for their skills. When you hire one of these, then you're not spending as much time calling for support, right? Um, and so when you hire enough of these, like if you reach four in your organization and you're a channel reseller for Cisco, you get huge discounts on the products and solutions that you sell for them. So they've created a community out of need, but it also did something else. It changed the standard for certifications in the IT world by creating these that are at such a high level that individuals could actually prove a certain level of expertise behind it because you can't get it without the expertise level. Sure. So they became like a large community today, probably forty to 45,000 in the world that are active CCIEs. Uh, there have been a lot more that have gone through it. They've got about a 10 to 15% attrition rate uh, when it comes to retaining the CERT or continuing to keep it active. Uh, but that community uh, set a standard that, you know, Huawei, Juniper, uh, you know, Palo Alto, VMware, all of these big organizations that find they need these skills, even they hire them, right? And uh, I find myself sometimes feeling like a clearinghouse uh, for <laughs> for these folks. Sure, sure. Well, you know, it's interesting when you say that because you're one of the most recognizable faces when it comes to Cisco. Yet you don't work for Cisco, <laughs> uh, but you help companies find Cisco talent through, through that network. So, 
talk to us a little bit about how does that work? I mean, you know, your your face and Cisco kind of go hand in hand, um, but you know, how does it? How does the networking part of that all work? Tell me what happens. Well, it is networking actually. Um, in the early days, I didn't know uh, if I wanted to do the CCIE agent thing. I ended up recruiting for myself and managing large teams of network engineers, different places I worked. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, recruiting became part of what I was doing because HR didn't know what I was talking about. And I can get people, right? right. So that sort of morphed into uh, then becoming a, a recruiter. And, uh, you know, the community that I liked was the CCIA community because there at Bell Atlantic, I had sent a few people to the two-day lab to get their CCIA, right? And so, uh, so all of this community there's these legends in there of folks uh you know like the very first ccie that was not a cisco employee terry slattery number 1026 um there's people out there that are recognized because they share what they're learning not even in training companies and so therein you build these legends out there in social media you've got you know jeff doyle you've got scott morris you've got you've got a lot of people out there that are recognized by name and and so these individuals were the kind of folks I was talking to. I was thinking, okay, I'm going to open up a shop. I'm going to call it the CCIE agent okay. is what I'm calling myself because there's so few of these people that you treat them more like a sports star than you do a IT resource, right? Okay. And so that's the way I built this uh, because I'm an advocate for my candidates, right? But anyway, these folks were convinced me there was uh, Brad Reese. And Scott Morris, in particular, both stepped up and said, this is a great idea. You should do it. So I did. Cisco Systems was dealing with an issue when it came to providing resources to the resellers because they couldn't get them. They started a program. They added to it called a Strategic Recruitment Solutions Program. And then suddenly I'm on a stage in Dubai talking to Cisco Channel Partners about CCIDs, (laughs) where you get them, how you feed them. Uh, you know, nurturing and retention, right? And so Cisco flew me around the world for this uh, dog and pony show. And uh, I was meeting with and talking to the channels about CCIEs and educating them where they come from, how much they cost, how many they are, and what it takes to be one. That's great. So, so it sounds like you didn't actually start the whole thing to build a brand, but eventually you became the brand uh, through all your travels. Is that Probably fair. Yeah, I blundered into it. <laughs> <laughs> and and so is there times, that, you know, like here at Pull the Shoot, when I um, go into clients, a lot of times what I recommend them to do is kind of look at their brand probably once a year and just kind of say, hey, is it where I want it? You know, how do I feel about it and all that stuff? Do you do that? I mean, again, you're your, you're your brand. So do you kind of look at it now that it's developed into this brand and kind of go, you know, I really want this to be a little more. I want to be recognized for this a little more, that a little more. Yeah. you spend time doing that? Yeah, you know, uh, growth is something difficult when um, it's based on a personality. I don't want to use the term you know, cult personality kind of stuff. Um, individuals, they want to work with me. And if it's not me on the phone, whether it's a candidate or a client, you know, it doesn't seem to work the same way as it does when I'm talking to them, right? And and there's nothing, there's no magic there. It's just that I am the brand. I am who I sell. Recently, I was watching a news article and, um, oh gosh, it wasn't 
uh, LeBron James or somebody like that, had come to the realization that he was his brand. He wasn't selling something else right. or anything else. I am the product. I, I am the brand. And it made me think differently about how I approach market. So you know? tell me more about that. How did it make you think differently? I want to hear more. I like the way um, that you dive into this. Everybody's different. Um, uh, the way that I post and write on the social media uh, shows folks that I have a sense of humor. Um, and, and, I, and I think one of the first places most folks go, know me, is straight there. We'll find ourselves laughing at the beginning of the call before we end up <laughs> talking about business and things, you know. Um, I think people think they know me uh, because I've allowed who I am to be easily reviewed. I mean, in the social media, you know, my politics and my feelings about things on Facebook, for instance, are what they are. You know, I am who I am. This is what I feel. This is you know, my family, whatever. Uh, on LinkedIn and Twitter, they tend to be more towards the business side, where you're keeping everything above board. But even there, uh, when I do posts and things for jobs, I- I'm not boring. I get a lot of responses from people that say, yes. you know, I've been following you for 12 years out here. This was funny as hell or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Oh, that's great. That's good. And so as you go through that now, so you've kind of determined you are the brand. Where, where do you want to take it? What do you want to do with this now? Well, I've been approached by other organizations. And, and you know, it seems that keeping it in the CCIE community is, is where it needs to stay, right? So, uh, so for one thing, that's where it keeps its strength. Um, because people who get in touch with me are getting in touch with me because I think they feel that if I can get this uh, small community and, and, you know, that they're hard to, you know, connect with and recruit, you know, Um, if I can do this, then I can do that. (laughs) So I'll find myself chasing salespeople and all the other stuff that that folks need, right? Uh, Knock engineers, brake fix, you know, on, on-site installation folks, you know, so, so, so the business can grow, um, but getting the word out there broader, um, but then, you know, I do turn away business. I mean, you know, there's, there's been times I've been contacted by uh, Hewlett Packard before they split off the enterprise side, um, about doing blogs for their certifications the way I did for the CCIE community. And I was like, this sounds interesting. And, and a couple of C-level folks got on the phone. They were like, yeah, you can help us create awareness around our certifications. And when I asked, oh, well, well which one? Because <laughs> yeah, right. they've got like a mountain of these things. And, and realized the utility behind, you know, changing horses, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but the CCI community, you know, uh, you know it's, it's become an addiction. Um, because that is where my base is. And because they're such high-level uh, technology folks, and, and in, in a lot of spaces, they're just legends, right? Sure. Um, it's, it's easy to get the business to recruit them. Um, and it also creates a quagmire where I stay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Apply tape. <laughs> yeah, sure. So what advice would you give someone that's trying to build a brand? I mean, you kind of 
stumbled into it, but then you've done a really good job of continually building that. And you've talked a few things, you know, um, just be yourself. But I mean, someone comes to you and, and like Hewlett Packard did and didn't want you to build a brand. Where would you start? What, what advice would you give someone? Be genuine. Follow, uh, follow your roots. Too many recruiters out there think they can recruit anything, but they really can't. If you can't have a dialogue with your candidate that comes from a comfortable place, your candidate knows, right? Um, so I found that also not being a general recruiter, um, being a specialist creates business outside of that specialty in a way you can't pursue it anywhere else. Um, I would say it's going to be tough. you got to stick with it. But you also need to learn a little bit about what you're doing. Um, you know, I started my IT career in 74. Um, so I'm very unusual. I understand at a different level than some recruiters who are reading your resume. Sure. And that's why a lot of times I will tell my candidates, you know, your resume sucks. If <laughs> you can't rewrite this thing, yeah. it's not going in front of my audience, right? Um, so, so a recruiter who cares, you know, because I do. I mean, you know, a lot of the recruiting I've done, I didn't get paid for. You know, sure. it's because you're helping someone, right? And some people really do touch that spot. Um, but uh, chase down what you know and apply that to IT and you'll feel more comfortable talking to whoever it is you're So you got to give it a foundation. Yeah, I love that because um, basically what you're telling them is identify your personal brand of who you are, um, which is important because when you agree and understand with your brand, you're more comfortable to talk about it and you're more genuine. Um, and so when you're coming across, you're going to be coming across uh, as authentic, I think is the word. I know it's overused at times, but I think it's a great word. Um, but, but I believe, you know, but that's, you're helping them build their brand of who they are uh, as a CCIE. I think that's interesting. I love it. I love it. That's yeah, very gratifying. I mean, you know, I, um, I'm very lucky. I do these very annoying texts, even, you know, using those spam text software and stuff. And um, I don't, in about six months, I have never had a CCIE say stop. I have had most CCIEs respond, oh, hi, man. <laughs> Instead of saying, stop texting me. Um, you know, or, yeah, I'm looking, you know, let's talk, right? Um, responses on emails and social media and everything. Knowing what some of these people are about uh, to the point of crossing over into the Facebook side where, you know, you know, their kids, their grandkids, all that right. kind of stuff. <laughs> and then to the uh, to the events. I mean, you know, I uh, go to things like Cisco Live, Cisco Connect, just to stay connected with the CCI community. But my thing was always to build community, not just for me. The thing was, is that CCIEs walking down the street don't know that another CCIE is walking down the street. So I would do uh, what I call CCI mixers. Oh, wow. I'm not selling them anything, not recruiting anything. And I've done this in Dubai and Riyadh. Uh, the first one I did was in London and gives me the goosebumps still. I rented the North Tower, a tower bridge in London. Wow. And and build it. Yeah, well, only about thirty CCIs showed up for that one. That's when I learned rush hour and that bridge. 
and <laughs> don't mix well with doing some social stuff. Yeah, that's great. But I've done it around the world, you know, gotten CCIEs together just so they can meet each other, talk to each other, get to know who's in their neighborhood, exchange information, build community. That's what I've done that I'm the most proud of. That's great. And, and, and I, I would imagine, uh, based on what I've heard, your, your brand reflects that. That, that you're there to help people wherever they need the help and to connect them with the people that they need to be connected with. So, well, that's great. I appreciate it so much. I mean, thank you for being on the show. You're amazing to me and a shining example of what the world can look like for the average person who builds their brand. You don't have to be famous to be effective, right? You don't have to be Michael Jordan. You don't have to be LeBron James. Um, uh-huh. yeah, you can be Iman Condi and, and, and just be just as effective. So thank you again for being on the show today. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jeff. To all our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's topic. Our mission over the next 10 years is to help as many companies grow to the best they can be the best they can be. That's why we do these podcasts. So if you have any questions, you can always contact me at jeff at pulltheshoot.net. If you'd like to learn more about how a business coach can help you or your company grow to the next level, visit the website, pulltheshoot.net. Sign up for one of those uh, free one-hour discussion calls. Let me uh, talk through with you and, and figure things out. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. And until the next time, stay safe and be healthy.